This is the Your Dollars Making Sense podcast, brought to you by Jamie Blanton with Jacob Title, Bales Property Management and Home Building, SHH Mechanical, Boyle's Tax Service, Coleman Appliance Repair, 412 Pub House, Anytime Fitness, and Cotton Home Inspections. Hey everybody, Richard Neese here. Welcome to Your Dollars Making Sense, where we believe financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. We appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in today, uh, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. I know you guys are out doing uh, all the fun stuff that we do on the weekends, catching up on the to-do list. Uh, if this is the first time you've listened to Your Dollars Making Sense, we want to give you the, the baseline, the knowledge in order to make you a better investor. And I'll talk about this every single show. I know a lot of people get tired of hearing it. Uh, in order to be a good investor, in order to know how to achieve financial freedom, you got to have the financial intelligence. You got to have the building blocks in order to build that up. Once you have that, then you get to decide, all right, well, now let's figure out the plan. What's my goal? How can I plan? And I've got a lady on today that helps me with my planning, especially on the tax side, Christy Bowles. And good morning. Hey, Christy, you want to tell everybody who you are and what you do real quick? Just a quick uh, uh, synopsis. Sure, absolutely. Um, my name is Christy Boyles. I am the owner of Boyles Tax and Bookkeeping. What I do is I do basic accounting and bookkeeping, tax planning, payroll. And what I focus on for a lot of my clients, especially my small business clients, is tax planning because it can prevent the the pitfalls of unwanted surprises so don't let her fool you she says basic accounting it's basic for her Uh, the the accounting side for me i don't want to deal with it she does a great job she's i'm actually one of her clients she takes care of all of my real estate she takes care of well pretty much everything she she balances my checkbook she does everything for me which is incredible it's full service Uh, but the accounting side it's just great to have somebody um with your back as, as far as the finances go that she knows she helps you plan throughout because one thing, and Chris, you can you can tell the folks a little bit more. One thing as a, a business owner, small business owner, when you transition from that W two employee to a ten ninety nine, is the quarterly taxes. It's how, what can I deduct? What can I do with this and that? Um, I mean, what are some of the pitfalls that you see with new business owners? Some of the pitfalls that I see is not keeping track of expenses, especially when new business owners are paying things out of pocket as far as cash. Until about April 1st, and then they really want to keep track of everything, right? For exactly. The last year. So, yes, yes. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So what they do is, the pitfalls that I see is when they pay for items like with cash, such as materials, um, gas, they lose those cash receipts. They don't keep track of it. This other pitfall is they mix in their personal money with their business money. And which, which is a no-no, and Christy will tell you over and over again that she about pulls her hair out every time I do that. So I mean, <laughs> if, if you've got uh, if you've got several businesses working together, and you've got the personal accounts, and because uh, I mean, I'll tell you when I brought my stuff to Christy, I mean, I basically just took a box of receipts and said, "Hey, help me figure this out." And I'm sure she gets that a lot. Uh, but l- let's go back a little bit further instead of talking about it right now, Christy. What got you into accounting? Uh, what did you do before you had your own business? What led you to, to wanting to start your own business? Well, what I did before I started my own business, I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. And I worked for an estate planning attorney out of Birmingham who is also a, a tax attorney. And with the estate planning and the tax planning, I gained that knowledge. And when we moved up here, I 
decided to further my knowledge and go into um, get my master's in in um, taxation from Troy University. Nice. So while I was doing that, I would temp out and work for CPA and other tax firms around town and get some more experience along with the knowledge. And I decided to go out on my own and that way I could help my clients tax plan because I see a lot of, a lot of lack of it. Sure. Um, what, what I see a lot of times, I'm sure you've seen this too, um, when, when you're working, uh, and my mom actually did this, believe it or not. Now, don't let my mom do my taxes, obviously, uh, but she did it one time. You have so many people that they, they have QuickBooks account, uh, and so they think that they're a tax professional and they're up to date on everything. Um, were, were you kind of doing that to begin with where you were working with these other companies and you had several folks you did taxes for on the side, or, or was that a clean transition from one to the other? It was actually a clean transition okay. from, from one end to the other. And when I started my business, a lot of my clients that I that I gained throughout were tax clients. Yeah. My dad was a small business owner. He owned his own heating and air company, nice. and he did QuickBooks. Uh, so you said, Dad, give me all that stuff. I'm going to take this head. Dad, give you. me all that stuff, so, yes. So you can go out and fix heating and air. That's what you need to do. Let me do my thing. Right? Exactly, right. And I'll say that you're good at that, and you do a great job of taking that burden off. And also, and this this isn't just because of this, but you're also a sponsor of the show, and we really appreciate you doing that, too. Well, uh, we want to let as many people know, because I believe that, that your motto is pretty similar to ours, which is we want to help good people get to a better place. And we believe in specializing and taking care of, of my lane and letting other people do what they're good at. I can tell you I'm not good at the accounting side. I like numbers, uh, but I'm not good at the accounting side, and I'm not meticulous like you are, which is a great, uh, it's a great complement of strengths, I would say, when we work together. Yes, absolutely. So we we've got uh, we've got the transition. You're you're moving over, and you just I guess you see this need for more and more small business owners uh, to have some tax help. And I'm I'm sure you also see the price on the other side where you've got these huge firms. And, and I'll tell you, we looked at several different accounting firms, and the the prices they were giving me just for the accounting side with tax planning. I mean, there was no way I could afford that to begin with. And, and I'm sure that you see that too. And it also takes um, kind of a personal touch, which you have. Uh, what kind of pushed you into doing more small business stuff? Um, as I said earlier, my dad had his own own small business, so I have a true heart for small businesses. Sure. And running my own small businesses business, I know what it takes to make it happen, to make it work. And just putting together all the numbers, and I look at all the expenses that go out and the income that comes in and when I see small businesses trying to make things work I help them figure out okay where are the majority of expenses coming in and how can the business owner take home a paycheck and put food on the table absolutely. at the end of the day and how can they supply for their family absolutely well Chris we're about to come up against a break uh, one thing I do want to mention though and this is what I love about working with you that you have a lot of um, accountants that almost think that they, they're attorneys too. So they start helping on the legal side. What I like about it, working with you is you know where that line is and then you hand it off um, and you say, look, that's really not a, a tax question. That's a legal question. And, and it kind of keeps us all in our own lane where we specialize at, which is great. Um, but that's one thing I wanted to point out right before the break. On the other side, we're going to talk about um, a side hustle. I know there's a lot of folks out here, if you've been listening for a while, uh, you might have been, might have said, hey, how do I get to that next phase? How do I invest in real estate? How do I start my own business? We're going to talk a little about that on the other side. 
This is the Your Dollars Making Sense podcast, brought to you by Jamie Blanton with Jacob Title, Bales Property Management and Home Building, SHH Mechanical, Boyle's Tax Service, Coleman Appliance Repair, 412 Pub House, Anytime Fitness, and Cotton Home Inspections. Hey everybody, Richard Nice here. Welcome back to Your Dollars Making Sense. I'm your host. If you don't know me, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown. I'm a local real estate broker in North Alabama. I'm out of Coleman. Uh, we sell real estate. We invest in real estate. I, I like to think that I'm a real estate expert. Sometimes I'll have some folks on the show that might be close, but you know, I'm the real estate guy. We also want to bring in folks um, with different expertise. Like today, we've got Christy Bulls with Bulls Tax and Bookkeeping. Christy, thank you again for staying, at least for the second segment. I didn't run you off. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. One thing I want to talk about is a side hustle. So I would consider real estate uh, as a side hustle for me when I started. So I was a deputy sheriff before, and I was about to have my third kid. And I said, I've got to figure out some kind of way to pay the bills. And we're, we're sending our kids to Sacred Heart at the time, a, a private school, and I'm on a deputy salary, and my wife wants to stay at home with the kids. So my side hustle was real estate. Now, obviously, I'm a full-time real estate broker. Uh, we did 88 deals last year. We, we did, um, I think we bought about 30 units last year, flipped and different things. But um, to begin with, it was my side hustle. And I had no idea what I was doing with tax plan. I'm sure that we, and, and we didn't use you at that time. I'm sure that we lost a lot of money or missed out on lots of opportunities on that in that first year. So I want you to talk a little bit about um, ways to set, set yourself up for success with that side hustle. Because there's so many people that are afraid, holy cow, I'm cleaning houses. And I'm, people want to give me cash, or they should, should I take the cash, or should they expense it, or should should they write me a check and go to a certain account? Can I know I'm unpacking a lot, but can you just kind of go through ways to start that side hustle? Well, absolutely. Um, the first way is to um, to set up a, a, an actual business, and that's when I refer people out as if they want to set up an LLC. I'll refer them out to an, a sure. local attorney. And we'll have Jamie Blanton come on at some point and discuss LLCs and sole proprietorships and stuff like that. But you're talking yes. just from the tax side. Yes. As far as the tax planning side, that's when I talk with the client and say, okay, what are we looking at as far as income? And what are we looking at as, as far as expenses? Let's set aside a different bank account for that business to keep track of it. So, so for discussions purposes, let's say we got an LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, we established it. We went to, through Jacob Title. They hooked us up, and now we are going to the bank. What do we need to do there? Is there? Is I, I mean, I know the answer to this. Obviously, I'm trying to let you you explain. What do we need to do with the bank? What are the, they going to ask for? They're going to ask for the articles of organization or articles of incorporation, depending on what kind sure. of structure yes, you set up, as well as the federal tax ID number, and that's something that I generate. And I work very well with Jamie Blanton on, sure. on that. So, so, so tell me, what is a tax ID number? Why, why is that important? Tax ID number is um, an, it's an entity tax ID number that is tied to that entity, not tied to the sole proprietor. Which allows you to? Which allows you to, well, you could either use that tax ID number if you're a sole proprietor operating as an LLC. And this is the kind of confusing part sure. of tax law. So if you're a sole proprietor operating as an LLC, you'll put that tax ID number on your Schedule C. Okay. Or you can... Schedule C's, I mean, we're going to have, I'm going to ask a lot of questions about what things are, because obviously you're in the business, you know the lingo. 
Yes. Um, if you're a W-2 employee, we go to you or we go to, you know, whatever tax company they, they file up. What is it? What's the, the term for the W-2 tax return? Uh, the 1040. Yeah, the 1040. You know, it's done in an hour and then you're good to go. A Schedule C is a little bit different. That's correct. So, so what is a Schedule C? Schedule C is if you are a sole proprietor operating your own business, okay. whether you have an LLC set up or not. And what I learned from you on this is um, our storage units are filed through Schedule C. Correct. So, I didn't know that. I didn't understand it because I was, I mean, I'm in the real estate business, but I, I didn't realize it was the same. So yes. go ahead. And if you're an LLC and you have a tax ID number and if the proper documents are prepared, if you see that you're making a profit for tax planning purposes, we have that option to move you over into an S corporation. Okay. And there are quite a bit of tax advantages to sure. moving from a sole proprietor or even a partnership over to an S corporation. So obviously they want to talk with you and they want to talk with their legal uh, counsel as far as what the best option is. There are so many people that are afraid and that don't understand that it's really lack of knowledge on why would, whether it's for protection purposes or for tax purposes, why I would transition over. So let's say that I've got a cleaning company and all I'm doing is, is I'm getting check, cash, whatever, I'm writing them an invoice, I'm getting that money. I need to have a separate account. That's the first thing I need. Correct. Because we don't want to co-mingle funds. Is that Correct. It? And I know we can go in-depth on that, but we don't want to co-mingle funds. We want to have it so we can expense out things. What are things that we can expense? I mean, obviously, most of these side hustle, young entrepreneurs or, or new entrepreneurs, they're using their own vehicle. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how do I take advantage of all this stuff? Because I, I had a guy the other day, he was running a lawn care company, and he messaged me and said, hey, man, I can't, I can't, um, do anymore because I'll, I'll be uh, was it 1099. Yeah, yes. I'll be 1099. So at that point, he wanted to stop, and I said, "You need to talk to uh, talk, talk to Christy," is what I said. And he called you. Um, why is that important to know the differences? Well, the differences is when somebody hears the word 1099 because, like, a knowledge, they get really scared. Yeah, I was a little scared when you said. It, so. And there's nothing to be afraid of because there are expenses that you can offset that income with. And the way the IRS Internal Revenue Code reads is anything ordinary and necessary in your line of work. And you say, oh, Christy, that's that's a very broad statement. Sure. And it is. But if you take, like, the lawn care um, professional, his gas or his mileage, whichever benefits him the most. Right. And one of the most common um, things that people don't keep up with is mileage get yeah, the mile iq looking, app that's right mile iq app perfect it's well worth it and especially when you're doing 1099 a tax return when you're taking care of all that stuff and then you see that mileage at like twenty thousand dollars worth it's like man i should have kept up with that mileage you know that what is it 50 cents a mile or something around that actually it went up for 2019 it's up three and a half cents so it's up to 58 cents so, so i just got a raise mile. is what you told me that, exactly that's incredible Yes. So, so with, with this side hustle, so we need our own bank account. Yes. Um, with with an EIN, preferably, you know, the, the LLC is something I move towards. Everybody's afraid of that initial cost, and I understand that, but it, it definitely does protect um, your assets as long as you follow the rules. Now, Correct. co-mingling of funds can actually mess that up. Correct. So you want to keep those accounts separate. So do you recommend, how do I get paid? Because that's really what people want to know. How do yes. I get paid yes. if I've got this account and I can't pay my credit card bill with that? What What should I do? What I would recommend if you're wanting to get paid an actual paycheck 
is for tax planning purposes and IRS code says it needs to be set up as an S corp. Okay. That way you can cut yourself a paycheck at the end of the day. What's the alternative to that? Would you have to 1099 yourself? Is that how that works? Or? Not at all. Okay. So if you, the alternative to that is um, what we call an owner's draw for a sole proprietorship. However, any kind of profit, keep in mind, any kind of profit that business makes. And you cannot deduct paying yourself out of the business. Okay. If you don't have an escort. If you don't have okay, an escort. Um, if you don't have an escort and you're operating as a sole proprietorship, you cannot deduct what you're paying yourself. Okay. So any kind of profit, you will incur not only ordinary income taxes, but self-employment tax as well. Well, that's, uh, we got a, we're unpacking a ton of stuff today. Um, I know it's a little bit more technical than we usually hit. But, uh, you know, there's some great information that we're getting. I appreciate you coming on. We're going to do a third segment uh, after the break. Christy, as long as you'll hang around. And I want to talk Absolutely. about what are those necessary and ordinary expenses. Kind of go through that. Because it's amazing the difference between something like I can file my own taxes. I can do that on QuickBooks or something like that. But if I don't know what I can deduct, I may be losing. Uh, the, and, and this happened with us last year. I mean, using you um, saved us probably $10,000 just based right. off of your knowledge of what can be deducted and, and keeping it in line. So we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. I know you're all super excited about taxes, but guess what? This is how you keep more money in your pocket. You know, it doesn't really matter how much money you make. What matters is how much money you keep. And that's a big part of what, what we believe in, which is financial intelligence is the key to your financial freedom. This is the Your Dollars Making Sense podcast brought to you by Jamie Blanton with Jacob Title, Bales Property Management and Home Building, SHH Mechanical, Boyle's Tax Service, Coleman Appliance Repair, 412 Pub House, Anytime Fitness, and Cotton Home Inspections. Welcome back to Your Dollars Making Sense. I'm your host, Richard Neese. I've got a special guest, Christy Bowles, with us today. Christy is a sponsor. She's my bookkeeper. She's my tax lady. She keeps me out of jail, all sorts of things. <laughs> Christy, thank you so much for staying for the third segment. Well, thank you for having me. So on the other side, we were talking about um, the side hustle, and yes. we were talking about necessary and ordinary. Isn't that how you described it? Correct. Ordinary and necessary. So, not required. Not required. So, so tell me what that means just in a general business. Let's say we are in that lawn care business, or maybe we're in the real estate business. Um advertising, equipment, what does that mean? Advertising, equipment, supplies, materials, even for um, a lawn care guy, if he has to have protective glasses, um, protective eyewear, so he doesn't so he doesn't lose an eye from a flinging rock well, or something. You know? We're trying to make money. We're not trying to be on disability. So. Specialized gloves for work. Um, when I say material supplies, inventory. Some of those that carry inventory, they need to keep track with the beginning and inventory as well as what's purchased throughout the year. Cell phone expense, most commonly overlooked. The part of your cell phone that you use for your business. Right. So, and you do that as a percentage? Is that what you do? That's, that's correct. So, so one thing that's important, and I always take note of this, it's important in real estate because as, an, as a real estate agent, lots of investors are looking to put money into something in the fourth quarter. Lots of people look to spend money in the fourth quarter. Why in the world do you want to do that with Christmas coming up? Why would I want to do that for tax planning purposes? If you're showing a profit and you want to offset some of that 
income, that's a good way to reduce your taxable income if you own your own business, is to invest in that extra equipment that you'll need. So, so obviously equipment, you depreciate that. So is it that's one-time expense or is that over years or can you decide about that? We can decide about that. Okay. Yes. What about advertising? Because <clears throat> I tell you, sometimes I think maybe I should pay for all of my advertising in December so my tax bill goes way down. Is that um, kind of amortized or stretched out over the, the quarters for the year, or how does that work? If you are a cash basis taxpayer, cash basis means that income's recognized when you receive it, expenses are recognized when you pay it out. Okay. So if you pay a lump sum for your advertisement, it's an expense the day that you paid it. So if you paid out $500 on December 31st, that $500 that you spent on December 31st counts for that year, uh, not so the following year. Not the following year. Correct. So if I'm looking at services like legal expenses for a retainer or like paying you, um, if instead of paying over the month, I could pay you all at once at the beginning of the year, and that would count for that tax year? That's or correct. Or the end of the year, I should say. That's okay, well, that's good to know, and, and that'll help us in our tax planning later. But of course, you already knew that. So, so tell me, or tell the folks, how to get a hold of you. Um, give them kind of a, not, not necessarily a pitch, but tell them what you do, how to get a hold of you, and how you can help. Okay, absolutely. So how they can get a hold of me, they can reach me at the office. That number is 256-747-5558. Say it one more time. Sorry. It's 256-747-5558. Or they can even reach me on my cell phone at 256-709-1670. And then where are you guys located? We are located on uh, Main Avenue Southwest next to the Old Bread Store, 2024 Main Avenue Southwest. And most people will probably know that is West Main going down through there, not far from Cherokee Avenue. Um, and, and you've got a sign out front, and you've actually got a, a billboard uh, not too far from there, too, so that's pretty exciting as well. Yes. Um, so if folks are looking to call you, when's the best time to call you uh, for, let's say, just a W-2 employee that they want to, um, to get their taxes straight on that end? When do they need to contact you? When do they need to get you the stuff? Considering that if you filed an extension and the, time, and the clock's ticking right now, they All need right, to so call me you, right if, away. If you filed an <laughs> extension, you need to call right now. What was the number? Two five six seven four seven five 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 eight, or they can call my cell phone at two five six seven zero nine one six seven zero. And then, what if we're not bad boys and filing extensions and stuff like that? What if we're looking at the April fifteenth timeline or whatever, whatever that is? How do? When's the best time to call you on that? To call me if you are a W two employee to call me for tax preparation. The best time to call me would be in January. Let's go ahead and schedule that appointment because okay. tax time gets packed pretty quickly. And what do they need to bring? They need to bring me their W-2s if they own their own home, uh, mortgage interest statement, real estate taxes, car tag receipts, charitable donations. Okay. And so what if we are um, a small business owner or we're starting a small business? Um, do we need to try and get in before the quarterly taxes or wh when do we need to talk to you about that? Absolutely. Um, if you are a small business, the best time to, we need to actually, as I said earlier, the clock's ticking. Sure. So we are already mid-September. So right now is a good time to, there's still time to tax plan. Right. So what I need to help small business, small businesses tax plan is I need their income, their gross receipts, 
and a list of their expenses, and I can help them figure out what they've paid out so far. Absolutely, and that makes perfect sense. And what I'd like to say, you know, on the tax tax side, obviously you can file taxes for people. You can do that type of stuff. But really, the benefits of your services for us has been uh, the bookkeeping combined with that because you know that it's being taken care of. And I'll tell you, before we started using Christie about once a quarter or once a year, we would spend two weeks trying to find everything. Um, mm-hmm. What you do with us, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible the way you keep track of our multiple LLCs and real estate side and personal side. Uh, and so when I come in for a tax planning strategy or a session, uh, it takes 30 minutes. Correct. And we're just discussing how we can better uh, utilize our depreciation and expenses and things like that. So if you're a small business owner, you need to take advantage of their bookkeeping side as well. I know you do a great job on that. Uh, and I just wanted to point that out real quick. Thank you. Well, we're gonna we're closing up the show. I think I've hit about everything I can take as far as taxes go. I mean, I love you, Christy, but it about <laughs> blows my mind every time I start thinking about taxes. I get a little nervous, I'm not gonna lie. So I'm just gonna give you that, let you handle it. You're good with that. We appreciate you coming on the show. We appreciate everybody listening too. Please uh, check us out on Spotify. Uh, we're, we're on YouTube as well. You can listen to all of our stuff. Subscribe. Check out all of our previous episodes and, and continue to listen to us on WKUL. Uh, we believe uh, we're here at Your Dollars Making Sense that financial intelligence is the key to your fin- financial freedom.